Time for Rolling. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krutzloth. It's Time for Rolling. Hello, hello, how's it going, and welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, episode uh, 89, I do believe, um, or 90. Uh, 90. It's, it's just my usual thing, I like to go through and act like I know what episode it is, but I really don't, uh, and it's only been a, two days since we recorded, so yeah, episode 90, we have hit the 90 mark, it's pretty exciting. Today, it is Thursday for probably most of you, uh, maybe even maybe even the weekend while you're getting to this, but... Today's a big day, a lot of big announcements. Um, we have some Biz League to talk about. Some we have some Banglory 5v5 happening uh, during this week. I'm joined with uh, the co-hosts, uh, Crude Sloth and Polyrath. How's it going, everyone? What's up, man? Not much. Pretty good. Sweet. Uh, I'm excited. Are you guys excited? I, this has literally been announced what an hour and a half ago. Even even that long? I don't think it's been that long. No, probably about an hour ago. But regardless, yes, I am super excited reading through the link that they sent out. Um, as great as this is, I just want more information. You know what I'm saying? Like, just give me more. Like, what teams? Like, who's, you know, oh, I can't I can't get enough. So, so Polly and Kurt, I guess both of you, this is kind of what you had talked about on the show in the past. This, this format has been announced preseason. I mean, we care about it, obviously, but... Uh, the the main season season one is even is even more important on how the format's going to be. But the format has completely changed. Um, the eight teams will be in it, so that's definitely an interesting point to see what eight teams do fill um, fill those spots. Just because I don't know the eight teams we have now aren't really set in stone, so it's kind of interesting. Preseason format is a five week five week of preseason format. All teams play. Single round robin, three matches to be played per day. Each match is a best of one, so that's nice. You just, you know, just one match. Uh, each wins are worth one point. Games are Saturday and Sunday, obviously, so we're not going to get any uh, midweek games like we kind of see in the Overwatch League. Obviously, I don't think there's enough going on for that to happen. So just the weekend still. When to watch preseason begins on April 14th and concludes May 13th. So we have a full month of preseason. That will be nice. That will give us some time to really... Uh, get a feel for who's going to dominate and uh, what's going to happen. Uh, specific dates and teams coming soon. They've been coming soon since January, so that doesn't really mean anything for me. Uh, Polly or Crude, do you guys want to talk about Season 1 and just how like the official format that actually matters is going to happen? Uh, sure. I, I mean, if, Polly, if you want, I can touch on it real quick. Uh, just kind of how hey, it's... Go ahead. That's cool. Okay. So kind of the same as far as splits. There's going to be two splits, um, you know, split one and split two. I, I don't uh, – split one starts June 2nd and concludes July 15th. Uh, there's a midseason playoff. So this is a little bit different. They have a playoffs in between uh, the two splits. And then they have the August – it starts August 11th, split two does and ends September 23rd, and then they have the season-ending playoffs. So I guess, did you guys read, like, what the playoff, like, how that determined? Is that 
uh, with, with like challengers. It's like, how is that going to work? I'm reading it now. It's like kind of confusing. So each season contains two splits. And then there's a season champion. So there's split playoffs and then season champion. So, yeah. So playoff is going to be the top four teams determined by point standings. Mm-hmm. Each conclude each split by playing in a single elimination. So, so this is going to be like league, like League of Legends. This is what you guys kind of talked about. They do a round robin. You get a point for winning. It's not like each weekend is going to be a tournament. It's going to be more of like everyone just right. plays one match, and you ma- you will s- rotate through everyone. But yeah, you get the you get the points as you go along. You said that right. Yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah. So then that kind of that's when it leads to determining your playoffs in the middle of the season at the end of the season. All teams play once each. Okay, so series will be best of two in the normal season after we get out of preseason. Um, if Polly or Crude, I guess whatever is this? Is this for EU and NA? Is this how both both regions will play out? I think so because I'm reading here now. Um... They lower down. They say um, each region will now compete in their own regional championship. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that they're just. I think I'm guessing it's just not. I think it applies to all the. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's the same because if, if you go all the way to the bottom, it talks about um, like for the challenge battles. Like it says, Europe will begin on on October 4th and finish on the 7th, and North America begins on October 11th and the 14th. So that's the only time that they specify that there's something different between Europe and North America. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would assume they would specify earlier up, like, if, if something was different for Europe. But maybe I'm wrong on that. Yeah. So, season championships. So, yeah, there's there's league format and playoff format, and then there's season <laughs> champions. So, yeah, there are two different things it looks like here. So, that'll be interesting to see, to get a, a more of an explanation after that to see what the difference between those two are. I do see... There's going to be no alternate stream this year. So that's good for, you know, crew and I, at least when we were doing screenshots and everything, we don't have to worry about going to a, a different stream in order to find the match that was quote unquote off stream. So all matches will be streamed. Games are Saturday and Sunday. And I think it'll be nice because it's not going to be like, again, it's not tournament format. So it's not like Sunday are going to be the teams that have moved on from the first day, you know, maybe the teams. I can't say for us, but maybe like as fans, maybe your team doesn't play on Saturday, so you don't have to watch. You can only watch if you want to watch other teams, and you can just wait for your team. It just depends on how you are as a fan. So that's nice as well. It could give people some more free weekends. I just felt like Saturday and Sunday, you were literally just spending hours and hours watching all Bangor. Right, right. Are they going to do it like league, though, where they do like one match, one matchup on saturday one on sunday mm. like where like Ooh. they do like so if tsm in one weekend if they're even in Bangor, have to play like tribe and nova they would play like tribe on saturday nova on sunday or if they'll do them both the same day and then like knock out I the think teams. i would say one team is playing one team you know what i'm saying like each weekend mm-hmm. so like out of all the eight teams, wait a minute. So that means only two. Oh, okay, no, nah, math is going to get hard in my brain here. I'd have to write this out to figure out. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if two, if 
it'd be two matches would be four total teams. And then, so that would be only like two matches on each day for NA. So if you add EU and, in there. Endless. What? Endless. I think you're confusing what Polly was talking about. He was just saying, I think, Polly, what you were saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is you were just saying like if there was a, if they played two, their two games on the same day or if they played it on different days. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Are they going to be playing two different teams though in one weekend? Or is it just like TSM is just playing? Oh, oh. Like okay. TSM's just Sorry. playing Nova week one. And they're just playing them on Saturday, and TSM wouldn't play on Sunday. The other teams that didn't play on Saturday would play on Sunday. My bad. You know what I'm I saying? I think, yeah. I, I think maybe they, I think it'll be more like TSM plays best of two on Saturday against Nova, then on Sunday they play a best of two again. Yeah. Okay. Try. Okay. I don't know, but both ways. Is that what they do in the league then? Like they will play, TSM mm-hmm. will play. Echo Fox on Saturday, best of two, and then they'll play whoever on Sunday. Yeah, they just do Friday, Saturday. Oh, Friday, Saturday. Okay. I would, I would like Friday, Saturday. I think more, but uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it just depends. They're not clear here. Also, like, what comes from the playoffs? Like, do you get? I'm guessing you just get extra points because then the season championships is the top six teams in terms of points. They said mm-hmm. top 16 is determined by overall points. So I'm guessing that the playoffs have some sort of points significance in the overall standings. Otherwise, like, what's the point of Yeah. Now, seasonal championships could be a long vainglory because that's best of five. The top two teams at the end of the season have a bye. So it's going to be like a full tournament, and that's season championships. But then you have... Um, mid-season playoffs hmm. mm-hmm. so you have the splits right and it's two splits at the end of the first split there's a playoffs thing that's just the top four teams right and then at the end of split two playoffs again just the top four teams so i'm guessing that you just get like a certain number of points based off how you do in the playoffs mm-hmm. and then that way like imagine like i mean i feel like if it does work that way though team that was really low in the standings would have like no chance right. because yeah. the teams that make the playoffs are just going to get all these points and right. in order to get more points you have to make the playoffs but so it's it's almost like the mid-season playoffs is just one sunday of what it wasn't vga and you're just like trying to win enough to get to that quote-unquote sunday where you can win the more points on a mid-season mm-hmm. playoffs and it used to be like if a team was really low they're like well if this team can get to sunday and win all eight points for the weekend and they have a chance to jump a couple teams so yeah you're pretty much the first two weekends of split one well i guess it's eight weeks long but um leading into the mid-season you'll be working for uh those extra points yeah and teams i'll have like, to make yeah i'll have to make sure that it's like that they organize it in a way that teams just don't get buried like if once they fall behind back yeah because you know how vainglory players are and once they have the slightest like view of not getting to the finals or something like that players just stop trying (laughs) like it's so clear like cloud nine never won a third place because if they weren't in the finals they just didn't try during that third place matchup Mm -hmm. so yeah round robin i'm pretty excited about that so split one once again starts june 2nd Mid-season playoffs will be July 21st. Split two starts August. And then in, 
um, the season end playoffs will be September 29th. So basically from June till September, we're going to have straight Vainglory. Doesn't look like there's going to be really any off weeks with the Challengers then. Uh, I was going to mention see how Challenger plays out this year, just with how many teams Viz will have if Viz runs the Challengers and you know if they're going to challenge the top teams. I think it does it say that throughout here that I just haven't read it yet for the Challengers portion. Challenge battles is down at the bottom. Yeah, I just I hadn't read it through read it through yet, so I didn't know if you guys knew what the format was like. So I mean I can read what they say, but nah. yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. I just know in the last year, probably I don't know if you agreed, but a lot of people didn't like how the challenge battles worked. So I was interested to see what they were going to be able to change in going into 2018 with the challenge battles. Yeah, I, I didn't really like the challenge battles either. Like I didn't even like the challenger tournament mm-hmm. to be honest with you, because like I felt like a lot of teams that might have been able to do all in the VGA got buried by just maybe having a bad matchup or something. Yeah, it's true. Or just a bad. Well, <clears throat> that was hype. I thought I wasn't really expecting Fuji to do it today, but they're probably like got the green light and they're like, yeah, we have enough. Let's just release this. At least we have the format and we know it's going to be, I would say the weekends are going to be more enjoyable to watch just with the format, you know, best of two. Um, yeah. Maybe if if EU and NA are still playing the same day, but it's just kind of split. You know, it may still be long broadcast, but it probably won't be crazy, crazy long, especially with Sunday not being like a tournament format. It's just going to be the same as as day number as like the quote unquote first day of the Saturday. So that's exciting. I'm I'm curious, like the times, like the like you know, what I'm saying like will it be from noon yeah, Eastern until yeah. you know, or if they'll go earlier? I mean, because if they're doing Europe and I, I don't know, there's just still so many more questions that obviously we'll touch on later, but. Anything else from you, Paul, that you're interested, that you're still questioning, or that you're that you like the most about this? I just like the way the weekends work. It'll be so much less boring. Yeah. Because like you know you're gonna get to see your team. You you know you're gonna get to see two matchups a weekend, pretty much. Like for your team, mm-hmm. if you like if you like Thrive, if you like Nova, you'll get to see everything. Like, instead of them getting eliminated in the first round and then you being like, oh, great. <laughs> I have to wait till next week to watch them. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm, ex- the last, I'm sure there'll be a lot of questions with just this post, so it'll be nice to have people clear things up and hear, uh, hear the talk about, you know, I'm already looking at the comments here, and, you know, one person already said, no Unified, like, that's disappointing, and I'm just, you know... For me, a lot of people hated Unified because it kind of made EU had a disadvantage because they obviously got destroyed by NA, so they didn't have a chance to go to Worlds. Um, so I I like the idea. It's not going to be as hype because we're not going to see that EU versus NA as much, but I think it, overall it will be better. I mean, don't you want the best team at Worlds, though? Like, this isn't a pitter part pity party. Like, oh, <laughs> poor Europe. Like, yeah. I mean, they're just going to get destroyed in Worlds, and they're just going to get destroyed in Worlds if if no one's better than NA, then what's the point? That's just my opinion. But but look how Worlds ha- what happened at Worlds this year. I mean, NA didn't really represent, if we're being honest. <laughs> I mean, NA won the World Championship. Besides that, 
Oh, oh, besides the biggest thing. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, they didn't represent. You're except saying for... three teams that are supposed to dominate, and I guess only one obviously can come out, but I, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, if you're looking at it that way, I don't. Yeah, I don't think any region really dominated. Besides Trap. <laughs> exactly, which is NA. I don't know the way TSM played in the world. I think maybe uh, EU could have beat them. Did EU ever have a chance to play TSM? That's a long time ago for me to know. No. But I think they would have beat them. G2 could have I beat think... TSM, or you think TSM still would have beat them? I think G2 would have beat TSM. So do I. The way they were playing? <laughs> yeah. Like, the way they were playing? Oh, my God. Like, poor Chuck. <laughs> well. That's all I got to say. Chuck could be on a, a whole new uh, roster this year. That's going to be interesting to see. Speaking of Chuck and uh, Child's Play or TSM, as soon as they finally decide to stay with Vanglory, which I hope happens, uh, they are playing. Viz League did start their 5v5 this week. It is Wednesday when we're recording, so we have watched uh, day one, day two, kind of like the first match. We get to see every team play. Um, actually, I was really surprised with a lot of things across the whole board. I don't know how you guys felt, but um, just... Just what I, I wasn't expecting some of the teams to first of all, Child's Play did not play as well as I thought compared to what I've seen just in the Battle of the Rise. But that's day two. We can get to that. I don't know if you guys just want to start with day one. We can start with the first kind of matchups, uh, which were gonna be Tribe Gaming versus Hammers Esports. You know, everyone was kind of looking towards Tribe or the Child's Play team to be the best team. Obviously, Tribe just picked up Cloud Nine, so everyone's looking towards them. And this Hammer eSports team is definitely a different Hammers than what we've seen in the past. Um, Crude, opinions, thoughts, anything? Paul, we'll start with you, or we'll go to you after Crude. I don't know if what people's opinions are on this Tribe versus Hammers matchup. Uh, as far as Tribes versus Hammers, I mean, yeah, Hammers is a whole different team than what we've seen before, but Tribe is playing. You know, this is this is the other thing, like, okay, is there any money on the line for this or anything? What's the what do you win if you I get believe one thousand dollars? Oh, okay. So there's money on the line because I'm just not sure how serious teams like Tribe or Child's Play really are right now with all these you know stars on their team. But mm-hmm. other team like what I'm saying is like other teams like Hammers like they're probably trying because they need to a get synergy and stuff like that. I'm not saying that other teams don't need to get synergy, but it's just like I don't know. You throw like they have more to prove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then not to mention, you throw, let's say, 16 through 19-year-olds in a video game together, and who's trolling, who's not, who's, you know, I just, I don't know. It's hard to tell sometimes, in my opinion. So uh, it's still good gameplay. It's 5v5. It's fun to watch. But I, I you won't be able to relate anything until you get the VPL, in my opinion. That's the ultimate mark. Yeah. Polly, do you want to settle your beef now or later? <laughs> oh, I can talk about it now, man. Like, can people s- using Smurf account or do <laughs> these name changes? Because, like, for God's sakes, I watch so much of this stuff and I can't even recognize players' names. Like, imagine, like, someone who's just getting into the game. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, 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 like, terrible for brand recognition. Yeah, that's what I said. And, you know, like, what the hell? Players become known by their in-game names. Like all these league players, these like legendary league players. You know, you gotta start your like legacy now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like stop changing your name. Like Truth goes in with a Smurf. He's got one of the most recognizable names for Vainglory esports. 
and he's wandering running around as like a winner something something i'm just like man yeah 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 like come on i think vainglory should do something about that like literally like you sign up for like vpl or even viz league and like nacl whatever and you you have to stick with that competitive name like you can have smurf counts if you want for like casual or ranked or whatever that's fine like no one cares about that but I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking for Endless and I, you know, having the podcast and trying to do all this stuff sometimes. It's like, we, we sound like idiots when we're like, oh, Banana Fred Banana, whatever that dude's name you know was. Who that is? No, no idea. Erica Kane. See? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know these people personally. So, Fleta I mean, and, and Tribe, that's Max Green. So, how many, he's been Starboy, he's been Max Green, now, and now he's playing under mm-hmm. Fleta. Like, yeah, I agree. And it, it makes the caster sound dumb, too, and it makes their jobs harder as well. Like, they're like, oh, Fleta, a.k.a. Max Green. Like, one, you want to read the name you see on the screen, but you also don't want to say Fleta or whatever. That's that's an Overwatch professional player, um, that name is. So, like, you don't want to say that. You say it, but you're like, oh, yeah, that's Max Green. Like, to me, I don't know. It just, yeah, like Paulie said, I agree 100%. We mentioned it on Tuesday's podcast. Like, you don't see League of Legends, you don't see the top League of Legends player, Double Lift, playing as other names in small tournaments, which I, like Kurt said, do they even play in those? No, but, like, if you want to be a legend, like, Max Green just won Worlds. Hell, I'm representing Max Green. I'm not representing some other name. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're also representing the organization that signs you and puts your name on their jerseys on their website. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's another part of it. I'm surprised that these orgs, if you, especially the people who are under orgs, if I was like a manager or something for that, I would just, it would be like if you owned a service company or something and you sent your service technicians out wearing a shirt for like another company or a, like a random shirt, you know, you, you want them to be wearing your logo when, I don't know, just, it frustrates me because I get confused because I can't remember all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was my view. At, at Fuji. Okay. I just added Fuji. He's gonna he's gonna hear this. Yeah, well <laughs> again, I there's only so much I, I I don't know. There's only so much they can do about it. Do they really want to add that to their list of things players can't do? They already no, have enough no. problems of troll and stuff. Um so game one, tribe wins seventeen to five. They handled it pretty well. Uh, Hammers again is Yugi, Chicken, Papa, Blank and Gatsby or Jesus. Um Tribe did not play with I Love Joseph. It was just Max, Excelsior, Old School, DNZO, and Gabe. Uh, just them. No big deal. Excelsior did pretty well. Um, and, you know, he's he's a pretty good super sub, to be honest. Even though I don't always give him the most credit, he does always play well. Um, second game, we can maybe talk about this draft a little more, Polly, especially with you. Um, again, Tribe wins 25-3. to uh, Overall, as a whole... Do you feel like there's, you know, we are introducing the triple ban? That's something else we can talk about if you enjoy triple ban or not. But do you think there's just a ton of strong heroes out there? Or is there one particular hero that, like, definitely needs to be banned or picked in these matches right now this this early on? Mm, I don't know if it's that. I think it's just that. I think Tribe understands the meta pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm fairly certain that Gabe Vizzle is like personally driving the top lane meta. Okay. I like I don't know, I watched his stream. He was the first place I ever saw just building straight tank in top lane. Yeah. Like 
his top lane Taka video he released a little while ago too. I don't think that the it's terribly. I don't think it has to do with the heroes. I just. I think they're just more prepared. Yeah, I mean, coming into a team against Hammers, who probably have played together, but they kind of also just been thrown together to represent Hammers. I feel like that's just me, though. Uh, I feel like, let's see, Dianzio played Weapon Power... Um, what the heck? Weapon Power Gwen, both games. Pretty much dominated Tension Bow right away. Uh, Zell played a Cruel and an Alpha, both Weapon. You know, old school is just on that typical Crystal Carry... The Idris and the Varia, both really strong. I mean, you just see all the heroes, and you just kind of say, yeah, they're strong, they're strong. But it's, it still depends on how you execute them, that's for sure. So, um, the ban-wise, Polly, I mean, have you... I I feel like I don't have enough, like, watching of the competitive to see the band in place and, like, have, like, a solid opinion. A lot of people are upset with it and don't like how it operates, I don't have an opinion because, one, I suck, and I don't ever play ranked that much anyways. So I don't know someone who has played VG10 level Bangory, what you think about the draft. I think I think everyone, the talk has been that it favors A-side too much. And I don't think Vanglory has enough heroes for triple ban. There's 37 heroes right now. Okay. So you're banning six of them right a game like come on like that's crazy yeah to me that's way too many like i think that they should stick with double band for now and maybe if there's a terribly balanced hero just make it like a like a tournament ban or something you know like take it upon yourself as the game to admit that your hero is unbalanced and remove it from competitive play until you can balance it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, when you look at what the players did pick up, I feel like there's still a lot of strong heroes out there, even though six people were banned. So I get both. Some people say that they like it because it offers more off-meta picks and stuff. And then I I get that there's also Mm -hmm. only 37 heroes, and you feel like there should be many more out there before three bans are put into place. Also, like, Bangalore is still growing, you know? Yeah. Like, they need to be, I don't know, if someone's just tuning in for the very first time, they're going to see these heroes being played, then they're going to be like, ooh, I guess these are good heroes. <laughs> Try to go play them <laughs> yeah, in-game and then, get, <laughs> and then get pumped. And then they're going to be like, oh, game sucks. Like, I don't want to play this. <laughs> If I had that attitude, I would never be playing the game because that's pretty much what happens to me. <laughs> Ranked is coming out, though. 3.1 is going to be hitting us pretty soon here along with Tony. So uh, we'll see how Ranked changes people's point of view. That's pretty much people's biggest complaints is dealing with bad players and wanting to get a rank system in. So we'll see. I'm sure everyone always has things to complain about, so we'll see what is different in 3.1. But, Crew, do you want to move on to the slimy salamanders and Vision? Yeah, we can move on to them. It's a completely uh, different vision than what we've seen. Yeah, you are. You want me to read like player names? Nah, I mean you can remind them. Just of, talk about the game. You can remind them of Vision and uh, uh, Slimy is the the those those Vanguard veterans. 
Right. Uh, well, I don't have that in front of me right now. All right. So. Uh, Vision looks like <laughs> Benzo. L is too sweaty. Girls on boys in neon. Uh, Slimy is, once again, Pawn, Status, Wrecked, Mishi, and Iraqi. So people, obviously, yeah. that have been around for a while. I was kind of expecting them to absolutely dominate. Um, first game, not terrible performance by them. I don't know. They definitely, uh, I thought they played good. I thought they played good. They did play good game one, yes. Yeah. They almost lost game two, but they yeah they struggled a little bit more. Yeah, I mean like Mishi did okay, wrecked you know as a support, but the the one power Baptiste is I we're seeing a lot. Um, again, this Taka that Polly was talking about. I don't know if status status was top lane. I believe that Crystal Taka. I think he yeah he did play. It's all it's like you build like metal jacket. You get like a storm guard banner to yeah. clear waves. Then you build like Metal Jacket, Aegis, then finish Storm Crown, then build Aftershock. That's crazy. Because I... what I, from what I understand, your only goal in top lane is to just survive mm -hmm. without needing rotations or anything. So you just gotta tank up. God, I need to stop playing. I need to start playing top lane. I can survive. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw a couple times, like, Status or whoever was playing top lane, the match I was watching, they would, like, pick up a buff, and even though all they had was, like, a banner and a lot of defense, that Crystal or Weapon Power buff plus that Storm Crown was, mm -hmm. like, doing some decent damage and still, like, definitely helping in team fights. Yeah. Well, like, Taka does good base damage anyways with his perk. So, like, like early game, you can wreck people as Taka. Like, if you're tanky, a squishy carry which is usually who they put in the bot lane. Mm -hmm. That's where the whole philosophy comes from. Like, a Taka with defense. Like, if you let's say you finish one item, so Taka has a Stormguard banner and a metal jacket, and he's up against, like, a Gwen in bot lane who has a tension bow. Taka's going to win that 1v1. Gwen doesn't have enough damage. And Taka just has, like, base damage from his abilities. Right. And Gwen's super... So... Yeah. Um, so yeah, first game. Uh, slippery. I almost said slippery salamanders. <laughs> Slimy salamanders. <laughs> they went twenty to eight and uh, pretty big gold lead. And vision again. There, you know, this team is definitely different than the vision we saw before. And uh, they played okay. Definitely need to work on rotations and just the objective play overall. Going to the second game, draft was a little. I think like they had a little stronger draft. They have cruel. They have Taka. They have Varya. They have Ringo. Um, so slippery, you know, or God, sl slimy. They got a, uh, you know, they have Alpha, Baptiste, Rona. I mean, that all looks really strong. It really just depends on how, uh, you know, rotations and their early gameplay, especially stealing away some farm. Uh, Vision wins and kills, twenty-one to twenty. It is twenty-five minute game. They literally was back and forth, and then I feel like Slimy just had the better play at, like, you know, better objective play and the got the ace late game that allowed them to actually secure it. I thought, I really thought Vision was going to win. Crude, anything? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Okay. I don't really have anything, I don't really have anything on it. Paul, you remember anything specifically about this game? I don't even know if you have screenshots of it or not. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. Uh, I just think that I think that these veterans coming out of the woodwork. Oh no! All I think is that the veterans coming back is really exciting. 
the hell is going on in here? Oh, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. Oh, well, my I mean, God. I'll be back. Okay. Go on. Paulie's. But I was just going to say, like, I don't think. I mean, he said, I'm glad to see him back. Are they actually back or are they just having fun? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. is this just. Uh, is this them just, you know, throwing in their. Because, I mean, they don't have a team in. The, the VPL, so it's not like we're going to see them in the VPL. It's just well, they're maybe, having... maybe they'll get this nice invite for the VPL. Hey, we did joke around saying this was Gangstar. It's like Gangstars was secretly going to sign all these people. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be, I mean, I wouldn't well, be, I wouldn't be upset about that. Well, Araki was on his stream saying that he's considering coming back to competitive, so. I did not hear today. that. That's awesome. He, he said it today. He said it's like a potential, so I feel like it'd just be a matter of getting picked up or not yeah. okay then i have a question regarding like that can mishy be a good competitive player like he used to be or is it or, or i mean i guess you know like age doesn't matter like you know like regular sports like is he old is he old and washed up but oh, he's like, not old well um, i know so <laughs> saying, like, but i mean in in terms of vainglory he is old like he's one of the oldest players around that's been playing for a while you know what i'm saying like right right is, like Cole Meek, like he was the original OG, but now he's gone and doesn't even play Vanguard anymore. Nah, right? he's back. He's not back. He streamed the other day. Okay, one time. <laughs> no, he's playing a lot. He, he has been playing, playing a lot. I think. Okay, um, so can those guys come back? I think and... he can. Because the game's not about like who's the best. Because like think about three v three. What happened was like they literally got older, and it gets harder to play video games as you get older right right i mean the big question i wanted to ask you guys was we saw try play we saw child's play play child's play play okay whatever um (laughs) then you like me personally seeing slimy salamanders i don't think they could have kept up with tribe or child's play but that's just me we'll see we'll see do we will we'll see do we know like mixed she has like a Dota background. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's his, there may be their knowledge of 5v5 and just their experience with the game will help them perform with these teams that are just like so mechanically skilled. Like, that's the thing about 5v5 that's exciting. Like, I've been like pumped in 5v5 with like a whole squad of VG trophies by like Got Swagger trophies. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, what the hell's going on? So I don't know. I think it's a lot different of a game now. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mishy is one person I'm definitely keeping an eye on just to see how he plays. Um, and, and the 5-5 is much different than 3-3. We've already discussed this many, many times. So it'll be interesting to see if he works better in this 5-5 format. Like I already mentioned, he's been streaming a bunch. Uh, let's go ahead and go over Tuesday then. First matchup was Child's Play versus Misfits. This was a rematch of the championship of Battle for the Rise. Uh, still the same Child's Play team. No no flash. He definitely is, it seems, in that more of a coach position. Shade of talent taking the helm of the captain spot. Daniel. Big Paul's playing really well. Kaz as well. Hammy and Chuck. Um, Misfits. I mean, to me, even though they lost, they did lose both games. There was times that Misfits was winning. There was time, you know, game one, Misfits were winning in kills, but Child's Play always had a gold lead. They seemed to always be taking the right objectives and stealing away some camps here and there. Uh, and that's kind of how they started winning a lot of team fights and ended up winning 13-5. to 
But, you know, even then, in game two, there was a lot of bad rotations from child's play. Misfits were definitely catching some people out. Uh, again, misfits or child's play kind of comes into, you know, plays well together later on, which allows them to win. Daniel, eight and two. Chuck, six and two. But I don't know. I was really impressed with Misfits. I think out of the eight teams that we had from VGA, I think Misfits does find a spot in the new VPL, you know, those top eight teams that could be playing in VPL. But that's just me, once again. Yeah, I mean, they find a spot, but is that because of, like, their strength of play, or is that because it's the new rosters of five people per roster and there's not that many teams out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but like, so vision and that the from Mars or whoever else they were playing under, they kind of won a spot, you know? And we kind of knew that the other team was needing to be picked up by someone, but it was like, the question was who? So the finesse gods, Oh, finesse gods has like girls on board. Wait, no, no, no. Um, which team is, I think is kind of that team right here. It's uh yeah. Finesse gods. I was right. Uh, like lightning, T the Fred the Banana Man that's Erica two G's those are two people that were on that that roster so it's like to me finesse guys is kind of that old roster like Vision has new players now and the old Vision is basically on TSM besides PVP which is right here on finesse like to me I think Misfits is better than finesse so I feel like Misfits as like a big name org I would rather have them them have that VPL spot besides this current roster of invulnerable two G's PVP Lightning T but. I don't know. Teams, Trials play in Tribe. I would have liked them to see play about everyone else. So, Well, they still can. Yeah, we have them playing um, the loser bracket on Thursday, I think. So they will be up against Nova, which, again, that's another rematch. Dang it, I wanted to see them against someone new. Um, like Tribe? Yeah, like Tribe or even that Hammers roster vision. So we'll see him against yeah. Nova. Nova had a sweaty best of three with them in the Battle of the Rise. Misfits came back and won. So we'll see this real Nova with starting and Truth uh, and well, Zeno. So I would say, is it the real Nova? Because if we talk about the next set of games that they played in, they just rotated people like it was nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, what is the set team for Nova? What do you mean they rotated? Rotate like the first game, you know, like Zeno played the second game. Zeno didn't play starting played one game. He didn't play. I mean, I meant like, you know, like what's their actual starting roster? Like who's the actual sub? Like, I mean, is Zeno the sub? We don't even know if Zeno is a part of Nova or if he's just playing with him to play with them. That's what I'm saying. Like, And Quetzal, whatever his name is, is Lone Delphi. So that's nice. Yeah. Winner, which winner used to be just a normal winner. But now he changed winner like every other capital letter. You know, like that SpongeBob meme. So that's nice for him to do that as well. Um, yeah. You mean like my? You mean like my in-game name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why it's like that. I remember what I was gonna say. Okay. Okay. I think I think like I too was concerned watching Child's play because I was like, wow, this is a lot closer than I thought it would be. But keep in mind, like five v five is like I don't know. You can completely lose the early game. Mm-hmm. in 5v5 but that's fine because yeah pick a late game comp that's what's supposed to happen yep yeah it, you know it's I mean? so like, different compared to 3v3 whereas like i i don't know i'm just i'm just not that concerned right now about it it'll i think that also i do think that once people start taking the games more seriously we'll have more to go off of but, yep 
And surprisingly, the matches have been lasting, I feel like, normal time as 3v3, which I was, I did not believe it. I was like, there's no way these matches are going to be longer. And we've even been seeing some kind of some crazy snowballs sometimes. I don't know, Polly. We've seen 3v3 snowballs, like, happen that crazy. It was a big problem. There was a lot of snowball. Like, do you think 5v5 could be this, like, kind of like a close line of teams just once you win early on, once you pretty much can control the rest of the game? I think that... It'll be a lot harder to do it, but I think that they'll see it. Yeah. And I think that the balance, the balance team will have to react to that, like pretty dynamically in like a certain way. Like the pro weekends are such a good, such are so good for the balance team because the pros, if anybody's gonna figure out like what heroes <laughs> broken, yeah, it's pro players. Yeah. So. I, I, we'll still have snowballs. I just I don't know if it's gonna be as intense as three v three. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Polly because like just even like and I mean, obviously I'm only like tier six playing, but like even in my games I've noticed a lot more fluctuation compared to like when I played three v three. If if we got snowballed early, good luck coming back. But like in five v five, I've I've I never give up, but I've like been like okay, well, this game's over, and then we turn around and end up actually winning. Like. I've seen it in just our tier of play, let alone what the pros can do. Like right. I'm sure, I'm sure the games can shift. And if you're yeah. struggling, I really challenge you to watch these matches because there was t- times that during the matchup, I was just amazed at the rotations that they're doing. Clearly, it's easier for them because they're on comms and they do play together. But there's a couple times that they picked fights. Like let's say a jungler was invading, he picked a one v two fight because he he knew his team was on the way, and he literally baited them. I forget what game it was. I think I do think it was Child's Play, but like they baited them into thinking like, oh, it's a two v one situation, and our jungle were fine. Next thing you know, four members are there from one team, and they destroy them and yeah. take the rest of their jungle. So it's and Child's Play did a really really good job of like knowing when to force a fight that they knew they were going to get an ace. Because there's a couple times, as soon as Ghostwing landed, they were like, hey, let's split push, distract, get Ghostwing. Let's get a team ace, get Ghostwing. And they really started focusing on, like, well, let's pick up Ghostwing as soon as we can, as much as we can. Because if you have Ghostwing, it's going to be a lot easier to win team fights. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they just understood. I, I remember exactly what you're talking about, because there were a couple times where I was like, oh, he just got caught out. Mm-hmm. It was like cause, I think. Yeah. Man, cause great plays did you see he had like a fearsome shade oh through the wall through the wall that caught like the entire team and saved i think it was big pause Mm -hmm. i was just like holy shit yeah that was intense that's one of my favorite things about weapon power baptiste is because while he does do damage his fearsome shade is such like a perfect part of his kit that can like offer enough support where he still can be like a support extra support role where like, there's been a couple times on different players that they threw out a Fearsome Shade and hit one member that was chasing a player down that was getting ready to kill him. It's just like, it's like, that's the Fearsome Shades in 5v5 are crazy. Mm-hmm. And Vary is still proving to be a pretty, like, clutch hero mm-hmm. in 5v5, too. Yeah. Um, Chuck's playing well. I think Chuck's proving that he wasn't the reason why TSM <laughs> got eliminated from Worlds so yeah. early. I really, really want to try to do an interview with one of the top laners, like a DNZO Chuck or someone like that, and just talk to them about how how different it's been for them. Because I feel like Chuck is just so much more relaxed now. Like he's got 
Kaz and Big Paws and Hammy. I, I, I know Hammy's good, but for me, it's really Big Paws and Kaz that I focus on just because of how good they have in playing and their playmaking ability. So it's like Chuck's like, look, I can sit back, just do some damage. He's fine going 3, 2, and 16. Like, let's just have him do a bunch of damage, get a, you know, and let Kaz and everyone else clean up. I feel like that's kind of like what Chuck's doing. And that's just my opinion, what I've seen so far. But he just seems so much more relaxed, a lot less work for him to have to do. He has. He has some good members to support him. Well, he's got more members to support him. Well, right, but <laughs> I mean, I, know. I don't know. Well, I, it's just, yeah, it's just the nature. 5v5 is way, because he doesn't have to carry every game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, I feel like that's that's pretty much it. Like, he doesn't have to worry that if he's falling behind in his lane, that all of a sudden, you know, that's the whole game right there. Like, or if he doesn't have to worry, maybe if his jungler's getting pushed out of their jungle, he can kind of just chill. Be like, oh, well, I'm just going to handle my lane, get my items, and everything will be fine. Yeah. All right, so we got one more match, right? We do. Nova versus Finesse Gods. Oh, yeah, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Um I felt like Nova won 2-0, right? I think. No. They won best of three. No. Finesse guys. They lost. Did you watch it? I thought I did, but I maybe I didn't finish <laughs> it. Fin- uh, is three games and Finesse Gods did the uh, we'll put in quote unquote reverse sweep. Okay. So they so Nova <laughs> won game one and then um <clears throat> so the switching out. God, I didn't finish it. Wow. New- newsflash. Breaking news. Endless didn't watch all the games. Um. All right, crude. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, yeah. So first game, uh, well, we have FPG winner, Hero Puddle, Quatsai, Eco. Well, actually, Zeno played the first game, and then uh, Finesse Guide. You got Nate for Fred the Banana Man, PVP Warrior, Lightning, Two Gs, and Vulnerable. Uh, in my opinion, first game Nova. I kind of did kind of what I expected. Kind of came out, and uh, I think they dominated. Hold on, let me look. Twenty-five four. Yeah, 20, 25 to 4. So that was the final of the first game. I mean, people going 0 and 6, 0 and 5 on finesse gods. It just wasn't that great of a game by them. Mm-hmm. Starting uh, dominated. Z- yeah, starting dominated. Uh, Zeno played really well, 4 and 1 as well. Uh, Paul, you got anything? On, did you want, any, want to add anything to this match? No, that's pretty much the summary. Yeah. Pretty good summary. And then, I mean, second game, third game, it just, I, it, it was weird because, well, first of all, Nova, they substituted people out. Like, Zeno didn't play game two. Um, wait, was that start? Did starting play game two? I have to check. Hold on. And it went too far. I don't have it. Uh, I have it right here. Yeah, so Zeno didn't play and starting all over didn't play on game two. And Finesse Gods end up winning 12 to 11. So it was a close game as far as kills go. Uh, you know, gold was equally close. I mean, there's only a 5K difference, which isn't that much when you have mm-hmm. five or 10 players collecting CS. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, Finesse Gods played a lot better this game. PvP Warrior went three and three. He did well. Fred the Banana Man, which who'd you say that was? Endless? Who? I think chat Erica. said it's Erica. Erica Kane. <clears throat> yeah. Went four and one on the well, weapon power Baptiste. That weapon power Baptiste is like meta right now. I have not played it, but I'm going to since all the pros are, and I'll probably be very terrible with it. I feel like <clears throat> Impunity introduced it at Worlds, so yeah, true. 
Paulie, anything? Nah, it was pretty. Yeah. Honestly, it was. I only really wanted to watch like Tribe play. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. So right. then I'll pre. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I really focused on Tribe and Child's play. Then after that, it was <laughs> downhill. You guys gave mm-hmm. up on Nova. Is, Jeez, come is on, Hero guys. Puddle Starboy? I I never checked chat for that answer. Normally, chat was like, "Who's this?" and someone would answer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know. Like Starboy is the only person that doesn't have a name, so like Hero Puddle has to be him. Starboy, yeah, Starboy. Oh, someone right here literally just says Quetzal is Delphi and Starboy is Hero Puddle. So, How do these people know shit? I don't like know. This, they man. follow Smurfs, I guess, and watch enough streams to see players playing underneath their Smurfs. I don't, clearly. Don't have enough time for that. Anyway, so then we go to the game three, and uh, surprisingly, I kind of thought Nova was going to win it, but right. uh, Finesse Gods actually end up winning 27 to 14. Yikes. Wow. Yeah. PvP played Weapon Idris and destroyed. Yep. 14 and 3. Uh, um, this is what I was talking about earlier is like, you know, with this whole Nova thing. I mean, you know, Zeno came back in, starting all over was back in. Uh, so who was, who set out? So I think Starboy sat out then. Yep. Yeah. Starboy's so out. Just like, yeah. It, they just kept rotating players. Like it was just for fun. You know what I'm saying? That's why I originally asked to begin the podcast if this was worth money, because I, I, sorry, I just never know how much Nova is trolling with Starboy and starting all over on the same team. Come yeah. on. It's, I like it just because of Nova giving Misfits so much crap for trying really hard and making fun of them for being sweaty. And then we see Nova losing. Obviously, nothing against Zeno because I like Zeno and Lone Delphi. Um, but, you know, Starboy likes to talk us crap. And then you see Misfits. You know, I saw Misfits drop game one to Child's Play. And then someone tweeted like, oh, Misfits lost game one in Child's Play. That must be a fluke or something has to be wrong here. It's just like. I, I want Misfits to play Nova again and absolutely shit on them, but <laughs> that's just Damn. me. I got no playing favorites here. I'm not playing favorites, but when you run your mouth enough and say a team and make fun of a team for trying hard, I I think it's funny when your team loses because you don't try hard. Yeah, you got a valid point. I can't argue that. But that'll come back to bite them. I don't know. It was a good first two days. I'll be interested to see. Let's see. Matches coming up tonight uh, when we're recording. Uh, yesterday was Tribe Gaming versus uh, Slimy Salamander. So the veterans, the old the old guys, quote unquote, will be playing against that Tribe Gaming rosters. And then you see the finesse that did beat uh, Nova play uh, TSM or Child's Play. So I'm excited. I will be watching that tonight and then Thursday. So you won't hear us talk about these matches. Literally, let's see. The whole tournament is over before you hear us again. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. Unless we uh, they play it every <laughs> single day. Unless we do a, a makeup or like a, a mid podcast on the weekend, that's probably not going to happen though. Because you know it's St. Patty's. Yeah. Day. Hey, Paulie, do you guys cel- celebrate St. Patty's Day all the way up there, all up north? Up north? <laughs> Are you? Wait, hold on one second. Let me try. To, let me try to channel my inner Nova Scotian. <laughs> hold on. No, yeah, you're right. asking me if we celebrate St. Patty's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh yeah, man, it's huge here. That's pretty like, <laughs> Are you kidding, man? Like, I got this buddy, he's from St. Peter's, Nova Scotia. And they all talk like that, man. Like, it's crazy. I'm dying man, over man. here. I gotta mute my mic. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. There's gonna be festivities. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think I'm heading. Yeah. I'm heading down to the bigger city near uh, near my college town. To there's the city has like a huge bar crawl and stuff. So you're going to Indy? I am going to Indianapolis. I was there last year. Yeah. Um. So we have a bunch of matches. We have one Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So everyone be watching. We won't be back again until uh, Tuesday to talk about all of those rip us because we're not going to remember what's happening on Wednesday by the time we record on Monday, Sunday. So we'll see. Unless something else, about. unless something else huge happens, then I'll convince Endless so we can record Sunday night. Because... Maybe Crude and I can do like an anchor episode just for fun, like a quick five minute episode to recap what happened for like two days, and then that way we don't have to like remember everything up to Wednesday, Thursday whatever um yeah so obviously the big announcement that happened today and the big thing about the podcast it was originally just going to be the viz league but you know the vpl was announced so that's exciting bunch of little fancy graphics i'm going to tweet them out and uh just to have the graphics on our page uh Polly crude thanks for joining did we miss anything is there anything else we need to mention before we end uh end the podcast and head into the weekend i got nothing else if Polly's good i'm good Yep, I'm good. All right, I hope everyone survives the weekend. Be safe. Uh, don't celebrate the festivities or do whatever I'm trying to do. Just, just... All right, Polly. <laughs> you have fun up there up north. No. Nope. That's terrible. Crude, you're done. Right. You, okay. you, you, you sound like a Civil War general. What the fuck was that? <laughs> He's southern. He's southern. Uh, the I tried. I, don't, I tried. I mean, if you were going for that crew, then good job. But... If you were trying to sound Irish at all, I need to have Imperium on here real quick and give us the good old Irish whatever type of whatever. Uh, all right, I'm I'm out. Yeah, that was bad. That, that's where I leave you. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of the Viz League, the rest of the week, and uh, enjoy some five v five. And uh, let us know if you if you uh, have some opinions on the VPL. Let us know. Uh, TFR underscore esports, and you can follow all of our Twitter pages at our. Uh, username that i'm not gonna give you guys cheers cheers thanks for tuning in to time for rolling if you liked what you heard please leave a review on itunes or google play music and subscribe for weekly episodes follow us on twitter at time for rolling and at tfr underscore esports Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.